All right, guys, we are here. Um, back, Foodie Fellowship. Yeah, audio edition number two. Yeah. Um, we are here and we are doing uh, grilled cheeses for you guys today. Personally, we uh, so uh, we just missed National Grilled Cheese Day. I don't know, guys, if you knew that. Uh, there's like a National Food Day I every day. Didn't know it. <laughs> um, I think it was it was earlier in April. Um, but for some reason, uh, grilled cheese has just been on the mind and it's been yeah. on social media. So it's, it's kind of a fun thing to do. And I think most of us have experiences with grilled cheese. So I thought it'd be yeah. kind of fun to do. So yeah, definitely. definitely. We're doing, um, kind of grew up with grilled cheese and tomato soup. Right? Yeah. Kind of yeah. Day. That's our, and, and Absolutely. you have a mic there, so you feel free to talk in that. Oh, yeah. Um, we're talking. Yeah. We're just yeah. It'll be us, those. but it'll pick you up anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, you, you guys just heard from our guest, uh, Mr. Kenny Smith. Yep, yep. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, just for you guys who are new, um, uh, Foodie Fellowship is a podcast where we highlight people from the church. Um, we, uh, spotlight them and, and really just kind of talk over some food and review some food and, and, and talk about the heart of God for our fellowship and, mm-hmm. and what that means to, to just get a better meaning, a deeper meaning yeah. of, of this thing that, 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 you know, God provided for us to, to get to know each other, um, in his church. Um, and this, this is the first time that our guest has brought us some food. Oh, we, we were we going to get into that. Tito's tacos. Yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> yeah. So without further ado, um, let's, let's, uh, intro our guest, Mr. Kenny Smith. Yes. We'll do the clapping, you know. <laughs> don't roll sports. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, why don't you tell us first what you do for Valley Metro? Well, I think before we get started, just a little yeah. uh, quick passage, Proverbs oh, 17, 1. Bringing the biblical, do that. Hey, if do we're going to do, do foodie it. and fellowship. No way. Okay. Please. Better a dry crust with peace than a house full of feasting with strife. Mm. So I think that when you talk about food and fellowship, you talk about getting along, sharing the word, but mostly getting along there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so yeah. that, you know, it's great to have a lot of beautiful things in front of you, but if it's done with a bad heart or with strife, then, then there's really nothing gained there. And, and I, I think that coming from a pure heart would be a much better place to, to put our focus. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Definitely. So I, just so you know, um, Kenny, he came with the fire. He's got notes, he's got stuff he's, he's, he's reading from. So like Further that. guests, like you got that. you you the bar is raised. Yes, just the so bar you know. is definitely you gotta, raised. You got to come with yeah. it. You got to come with the next time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so now, yeah. What do you what do you do um, as far as what you do with Valley Metro and and your sort of ministry calls there? Well, I'm just a you know a regular member of the church. Uh-huh. Uh, I play on the worship team. I play bass. Um, I've been doing that for several years now. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that. Uh, Something that it that kind of struck us recently is is music with the children also, mm-hmm. and so we will play for about forty minutes before uh, Pastor Brian's word on Sundays. When we come off the platform, um, Janine, myself, and Eddie, and sometimes Natalie, typically go into the classrooms That's then cool. with the younger kids, and we'll bring uh, ukuleles, we'll bring a shaker, and we've got four or five songs, kind of early Christian childhood songs that we'll sing with the kids. Um, and so just trying to get them experienced and versed in music, get yeah. them participating and kind of hearing the Lord's word there a little bit. And so I think that's a something that, that felt a real strong calling on, you know, on my heart. That's cool. Um, you know, professionally, I, I was a teacher and a coach and administrator for 25 plus years and then semi-retired. And so now I'm, I still coach a high school baseball team. And so this is a little bit of a departure from it. It's kind of going in a different direction. Um, but 
really a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. cool. What's that's do you do you find that out of the songs that you do, is there any one that like you guys love to play or that you find that the kids particularly respond to? Well, I'm also trying to see if I remember any from my days. Yeah, I, I know you will. You know, it, it's kind of funny because we're actually we're right on the edge of kind of getting in the studio and recording uh, oh, cool. eight to 10 to 12 of these songs oh, to wow. have for the families so okay. that it's something that they can put in the car and play. And, you know, I have to admit, you know, most of my inspiration for it came um, from the Sullivans and kind of being around Truman quite a bit. And they always had a disc or two in the car. One of them was, uh, oh, shucks. Um, Something in the Halo connection. Yeah, yeah. And I've been in that car before. I yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and to sit and watch Truman sing those songs uh, started to inspire us. Um, and I think one of the first ones that he and I sang together was Jesus Loves Me. Wonderful. And so that's one that we'll do every week with the kids. We'll Classic. do Jesus Love Me. We'll yeah. do uh, Oh Happy Day mm-hmm. by the Edwin Hawkins singers. Um, we'll do He's Got the Whole World in His Hands. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. And so we've got five or six and we'll usually pick about three each Mm -hmm. week and kind of rotate through. And, and it just depends. Uh, Another one that we like to do is day by day by Godspell, Uh um, kind of speaks quite a bit there too. So that's awesome. And very, so for anyone who, who doesn't know, who's not listening from the Valley Metro, um, group, uh, the Sullivan's were an old family who served with the church, um, and they have since um, gone on to do some ministry uh, out of state in Tennessee. Uh, we miss them dearly. So if you guys are listening, yeah. uh, shout out to you guys. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> happy birthday, Drew. Yeah, happy, yeah, yeah. happy birthday, Drew. Five years yeah. old. Um, uh, yeah, so um, well, let's get into the, the food a little bit. We're doing a carving board for you guys today. Um, and for anyone who lives in the Valley, you guys are probably uh, familiar with it. Because uh, I think the first location was in Tarzana. Um, so the, the the location that we got these sandwiches from, they have since moved. They they're in three places now. They're uh, so Tarzana. There's Burbank. There's a West Hollywood location, and there's a Hollywood proper location. Um, started by two brothers who were just kind of um, adventurous people, and I think the shtick for uh, carving board is that they love to put like make sandwiches out of meals. So my favorite, one of my favorite sandwiches there is the, um, I call it the, the Thanksgiving sandwich. It probably has another name, oh, but it's man. essentially yeah. a plate stuffing. of all the fixings yeah. oh. in the sandwich, which is awesome. Uh, there's a spaghetti and meatball sandwich. Um, <laughs> they do some classics too. They do melts and pulled pork sandwich and all of that. Yeah. Um, everything's kind of made in house. They do um, for sides, they do French fries if you're into that, but they do um, uh, homemade potato chips to order, which is oh, awesome. Yeah. Love those. And we got um, those, right? Yeah, we got those. Let me, nice. I, well, what, after we take a break, I'll bring the other yeah, bag yeah, in because yeah. I kind of finished the first bag. Yeah. <laughs> I got excited. Uh, yeah. um, Nick and I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got one more. We yeah. got one more. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, get into the food. Um, so we got three for you guys today that we're going to try and it smells really good. Um, three grilled cheeses. Mm -hmm. So we got, you know, we have to do the classic grilled cheese. Um, there's a steak and Swiss grilled cheese, um, that I think I'm smelling a lot of right now. And And the most pungent of these, yeah, is the Buffalo, um, the Buffalo grilled cheese. That's this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's, um, let's check them out guys. Should we probably start with like least to greatest so we'll, we'll kind of go around we'll do classic first yeah um uh i think we should do buffalo last because it's a strong flavor. yeah 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 so we'll do steak classic, second classic then steak yeah. then buffalo awesome so we're experiencing full variety yeah and then we'll get flavors. into some some questions as we're yeah definitely. cool cool awesome all right so let's uh let's do the grilled cheese check yeah. it out classic is 
There we go. Twelve yeah. o'clock. All right. Wait, Proof. it's oh, yeah, there you that go. You one. Yeah. Look, we got them all separated. All right, first bite. Ready? Three, <laughs> two, one, go. Yeah, it tastes some like, you know, usually classic grilled cheese. You got American craft singles, you know, something yeah, along those yeah. lines. The bread feels a little more substantial than just like white Wonder Bread. Yeah. Um, I'm tasting some cheddar, some mozzarella, I think, too. Um, uh, so, I mean, it's it's I think it's as classic as you get. But yeah. I think the cool thing about carving board is that they, you know, they elevate they try to elevate the sandwiches a little more. Yeah, so it's it kind of like like your mom used to make. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh. Yeah. And they have soups and stuff too. If you like, feel like getting your dip on, mm-hmm. we didn't have those, but yeah, I'm liking this one. The bread is almost like a little bit like a French toast bread, kind of. Almost, like yeah. It's, it has like this kind of sweetness flavor. There's a there's a, a thickness to it. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some napkins for you guys. Almost maybe some garlic. Yeah. In there Do you the taste butter. that? Yeah. Maybe garlic grilled in with the butter. Huh. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Cool. So, yeah, Nick, you want to ask um, Kenny the first question? Yeah. Um, let me just take a cut. All right, and we're back. So, so guys, we're gonna um, speak to our guest, Kenny, uh, a couple of questions. So, let's go with the first one. Um, Kenny, what would you say is your number one pregame and postgame snack, and if they're different, or you know, what what kind of hypes you up for the game, or is like something you would go to for sure before a game. And with your wonderful intro, people have the context of you being a sports guy. Yes, so yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it depends. Um, I, w- I was saying to the guys that, that today's Saturday. It's a it's kind of a rare off day because we're usually in some kind of tournament or a doubleheader on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically... If it's a Saturday morning game, it might be that I will be throwing batting practice before the game. So I like to have something reasonably substantial. So it's usually an omelet that I'll do with cheese, uh, bacon bits, avocado, and salsa. Oh, nice. And then a cup full of berries, uh, black, blue, and raspberries. Uh, And then I usually will pour, and this sounds great, two double shots of espresso (laughs) with half and half. And I've got a big cup. And... For me, it kind of helps me relax. I'll I'll drink a little bit of it on the way to a game, uh-huh. and I keep it in a cup that I usually keep in my back pocket during the game, so it's kind of always handy. <laughs> nice, uh, nice, nice. Is there is there any one that you would recommend for your players to have? Because I'm sure they're not all doing that. <laughs> no, let's hope not. Okay, I mean, right. I didn't develop a taste for for yeah. coffee espresso until probably seven or eight years ago, yeah. so it's new on me. Yeah. No, we we rec- we want water for them. Um, you know, and I'll get into some of the stuff, some of the shenanigans they get into between yeah. games sometimes. Yeah. But no, we usually try to tell them to, you know, eat a, eat a decent breakfast, uh-huh. um, nothing with too much fat in it because you don't want it just sitting in your tank yeah. during the game with the blood going to digest that. You don't want a grand slam from Denny's. Not so much. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like I said, plenty of water. Uh, if it's an afternoon game, usually on an afternoon game, if I don't throw a BP, I'll do some running myself uh, and movement prep with the kids on the field. So I usually do something lighter. Uh, there's a place right down the street from school called Farmer Boys, Farmer Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I usually oh, would get yeah. a Cobb salad there with grilled chicken. Yeah. Um, 
And so once again, it just, it, it really depends upon if it's a morning game or an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, uh, you know, morning games love the double, two double shots of espresso. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. I can, it lasts me just about the whole game, as I said, in my back pocket. Yeah. Uh, so. nice. And what's a good, what's a good coming down sort of snack regimen? Like once you've played and you know all that, I mean, because you have the classic sort of staple for kids of like chocolate milk. You know, which is, is filled with a lot. Yeah, that kind of gets you back up and, and everything like that. But. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, for years, Gatorade and Powerade were kind of the things that everyone was really pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they started saying, you know, you need to worry about your post-game nutrition that yeah. you want, you know, some kind of balance between protein and carbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so chocolate milk be- kind of really came into vogue about 10 years ago mm-hmm. because it provided sugar and it provided protein. Yeah. Um, Definitely, you know, something for them to consider. Usually for pitchers, I try to advocate getting some protein and carbs in immediately after the game and then go home and have a decent meal. Um, You know, for myself, another thing I typically do during the course of a game, especially if I've run or thrown before, is that during the game, I'll usually have a protein bar, uh, a tangerine or two, and I try to drink a half gallon of water. Um, what's, your, what's your brand of choice protein bar-wise? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I, I know a fair amount of them because I have a lot of friends who, like, do workout yeah. stuff. But uh, what do you have one, Nick? Because do the workout I stuff. like the Quest stuff. Yeah, Quest bars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard, you know, mixed reviews on them, like, if they're actually that great for you. But, um, <laughs> Are they just chocolate bars almost No, I mean, sometimes? there's 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 the ones that, that don't, like... They don't taste that good. Like they're more bland, and uh-huh. you can tell. Like, okay, this is like straight up protein <laughs> and like a little bit of flavor. Yeah. But there's some of them that taste a little too good. Uh-huh. Yeah, to be true, but yeah, Quest. Oh, yeah, the, the old Quest detour bars. bars were like eating a, a Milky Way or something like that. But with Quest, <laughs> yeah. Quest bar is kind of an interesting story. The the uh, creator of them, Shannon Yorton, uh, her pop, her dad was a was a big bodybuilder in the '60s and '70s, and one of the only people to ever beat Arnold Schwarzenegger in a contest. And he was a big advocate of the natural bodybuilding. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so obviously fitness ran in that family and yeah. so his daughter Shannon developed them so I used to I used to eat a lot of them Ch- chained at, trained at the gym we all trained at in the you know in the 80s and uh-huh. that was kind of cool um, but yeah I'll do a quest bar of cookies and cream or you know yeah, that, that's yeah, I like that one. pretty solid flavor yeah there. I've seen that one everywhere that's a good one. yeah, yeah. That's a, that does sound like a good one kangaroo cookies, cookies and cream, and cream. <laughs> yeah and the s'mores one's not too bad either <laughs> yeah yeah Exactly. See, this is this is the dangerous yeah. territory to get into because they try to simulate yeah. all the treats. I know. Uh, I know. Yeah, they sound so, great. Like yeah. Nick said, you have to wonder. You know, is it <laughs> yeah. with the label touts? I don't yeah. know. Or is it That's just it. effective advertising? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's uh, try the second sandwich. Okay. Um, um, this is gonna... the 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 steak and, and Swiss steak one. and Swiss. Yeah. All right. This guy can Go see ahead, some onion it. action in there and, and grab some cheese. Yeah. Feel free to grab a napkin. Yes, please, guys. Right, let's do it. That's got some flavor, those onions. Yeah. Mm. And I like the steak. I'm usually with steak sandwiches. Yeah. If you go to Subway or something like that, not to bash no. them, but I'm a no. little afraid. You, you, you I'm already sorry. started. No, no, no. But that's 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 kind of what I'm getting into. Like anytime yeah. they try to yeah. sell something that's like, oh, you have a nice steak thing, mm-hmm. it's usually pretty fatty. Like it's a pretty akin to a cheeseburger. Yeah. This feels like some like an actual like cut of, of steak that was roasting, which um is nice. Yeah, that's good. I kind of have some funny stories over the years. Years ago, uh, I also coached volleyball for a, probably twenty plus years, mm-hmm. and the girls would like to do a pregame meal together, and we went to a sandwich place, and they all got the tuna salad sandwiches. Oh. 
we had to cancel the game that day. I was about to say, that, that doesn't sound like a great recipe. Little, no, a little bit of food poisoning. It was Ooh, a bad deal. Yikes. We literally had to cancel the game. We no probably way. had, of our 10 or 11 girls, probably about seven of them were violently ill. Wow. So I appreciate what you're saying, that this you know tastes like a nice, nicely roasted. Right. Cooked, prepared some time to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't, I didn't actually know about the volleyball stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's great. That's great. So second question, here's, here's the scenario, right? Like you guys had a tough season. The, this team was a team to beat. You know, everyone's talking about the game. You guys are in it. It's, it's tough, but you guys are able to triumph in the end. Huge win. Everyone's just over the moon. And everyone's into the celebrating mood, right? Everyone's, you know, just ready to like, oh my gosh, we won. Yeah. Where do you take that team, you know, in, in the celebratory mood and in celebratory fashion? Well, you know, at the end of the season, we always do a banquet and we usually do the banquet at one of the coaches' houses where we barbecue, they bring in food, a little mm-hmm. bit different. So if you're talking about on a game day afterward, a lot of times it just depends upon where we're playing at. Uh-huh. Um, some of the food I brought into you guys today, Tito's Tacos. Yeah. Tito's is just, we've been hitting Tito's for 20 plus years. So if we play on the West side, you know, we'll go over to Tito's there at Washington and in Sepulveda or yeah. Washington, the 405. Yeah, I love that. Just like a place, you know, you go to all the time. It's just absolutely yeah Which i imagine at this point you know I, i'm sure they've changed over a, a bunch of their staff but you know they're just like yeah we got a team that comes in <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it, yeah it's a fun one because i still have kids that i've coached years and years ago that will talk about hey remember when we went to tito's and really go man we're still going that's yeah, awesome that's absolutely awesome. yeah and if yeah, we're we, if we're out in the east like we'll end up playing some games out pasadena way we usually go to the hat uh in pasadena awesome. for yeah. pastrami sandwiches yeah that's definitely post game. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, we do tournaments every year during Easter break, and a lot of the times, uh, it really it depends on how it lines up with your school break. But if we're, we've done San Luis Obispo a few times, and there's a place up there. I, I want to say it's called the Fire Creek Inn, and best tri tip sandwiches you know oh. we've ever had. So oh. we usually will cruise the. The farmer's market on Thursday night there and kind of let the kids see a college town and then go over there for tri-tip sandwiches. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we've played down in San Diego a few times, too. And so Dave and Buster's is a place we'll hit <laughs> oh, there. Yeah. There you go. Big kid Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, Absolutely. I'm yeah. I'm jealous. I wouldn't play for you now. Yeah. Um, so you got all the video games and food. <laughs> and, uh, and a lot of times we'll be up in Santa Barbara, Carpinteria. And I, I don't remember the name of the place, but there's a hamburger stand in Carpinteria that we always hit um, on the way home. So, you know, it, so to say, where do we go afterward? It just depends upon where we're at. But we do have places we go to in those particular areas. And these are places you've known or you just kind of, you guys saw something one day and it ended up being really good. So you just go there if you're in that area from like that point on. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. That oh, we that We'll, we'll yeah. pick a place and it's just, that's what we do. <laughs> you know, the, another favorite is the Apple Pan on the west side so classic it's like la to the max exactly oh it's a little hamburger stand on pico right across from the west side pavilion it only sits probably about 20 people so getting a team is kind of problematic but uh you know a hickory burger and banana cream pie it's perfect yeah their desserts are amazing yeah Um, and do you find that you know, obviously, if you're going out to eat, it's probably a really cool occasion. But in terms of you guys just sitting and I imagine, you know, emotions are high. The risks are, you know, just kind of 
there's a lot in terms of just kids being able to triumph over something, adversity of something, whether it's in within themselves or something that's outward. Do you find that those these meals afterwards are great opportunities to just kind of like learn some lessons or just talk about some challenges that the kids had to face that, you know, in life, they'll just have to do that, you know, in the same way. Um, and, and, you know, they just can kind of chew on both their food and on, you know, learning from this lesson on the field. Yeah, absolutely. I usually try to spend a couple of minutes with some individuals after a game uh-huh. where we'll talk about something before the game and then afterward, just talk to them about it and just say, hey, how did we measure up there? Um, during a game, sometimes it's tough to approach a kid that's had uh, some failure, yeah. made an error, struck out, whatever it is, because they're already defensive about that. Right. They don't need someone else getting in their grill and and, and, and taking them down. So mm-hmm. we usually try to provide just positive uh, reinforcement. Uh-huh. And then afterward, kind of talking about it. And, you know, a few things that, you know, we really talk to them quite a bit about is prepare and then just do the best that you can. That if you put your work into your preparation, when you get out on the field, you don't think things through, you should just be able to react. Um, so, and, and with kids, sometimes it's hard. With adults, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you look at, you know, what the definition of faith actually is. And, um, so, yeah, you just have to get them to trust in uh, the whole process and not be so result-oriented, but know that right. they're doing the right things. Right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I remember um, one time uh, taking ground ball, took a bad hop straight to the face. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Biggest black eye, like, ever. And it's And it's one of those things where when you get back out on the field, that it's a, that's almost the question. Like, are you going to get back out there and really play again? Yeah. Or are you going to be, back up you know, and, the, the yeah. twitching, yeah. the twitching and yep. stuff. So I definitely needed some coaching huh. for that, you know, because that was that was hard to come back from because yeah. I was, you know, a kid, like 13 right. or something. Right, right, right. So, um, no, very crucial but, yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. We had a boy do that two years ago, um, took one in the chops and knocked a tooth out. And so he became very defensive about playing in the infield so we put him we moved him out to left field because he's a pretty good player uh-huh. yeah. and then last year uh, we had a game against our one of our league rivals and he's playing left field and the kid crushed one and he dove and went through the left field fence to wow. rob the kid of a home run but cut his eye open so oh. you know same kid but you know what he, he really has not been very gun shy about it he's kind of hung in there and yeah that's yeah, kept fighting. So it, it took a lot of stitches yeah. to close that up. Yeah. So, Yikes. yeah. Ooh. Well, speaking of split eyes, it's not really yeah. a segue, but uh, let's get into this last <laughs> <Yeah>. sandwich. <laughs> we, so we got Buffalo, which I think this it, would, is there going to be a kick to I mean, it, maybe? It might be. I'm arguing that this is your favorite. Yeah. I'll, I'll tr- I, yeah. that's, that's what I'm yeah. That's my theory at this point. Um, I mean, the steak was really good. I, 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 I that love that really, one. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Let's get All into right. it. Let's dive into it. That first bite going down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a winner. Yeah. I just hit I think so. wings or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some good wings. This see, is was, like, ooh. Yeah. I was talking to this with my girlfriend the other night. Ooh, this is good. Where I'm not really, when it comes to wings, I love more sort of acid-based marinades. Nothing too basey or, or just swimming in sauce. Mm-hmm. When it comes to toppings, though, if you have like a buffalo chicken pizza or a sandwich, it kind of works out, you know, just because it adds to the overall taste and texture of the sandwich itself. Oh, um, but yeah, it, it it tastes like good chicken, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that looks like all white meat. Though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
some good breast meat there. Um, yeah, this one, I think this might be a, a favorite across the board. Mm-hmm. And we are comboing this with some uh, Jones Cane Sugar Soda. Yeah. Strawberry Lime Soda. And so I, don't, uh, I don't know if you're a It's pretty Jones sweet, guy. but it's, it's good. At the Tarzana, or not the Tarzana location is where we got this from. The Burbank location, they have a Jones Soda Fountain, Ooh, which I love. Yeah. yeah. So that's my favorite location, at least. But uh, the Tarzana one was the closest. What um, What's the flavor of the green one? What's the green one? Green apple. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, that, yeah. that was definitely my favorite. Yeah, sure. yeah they're just they're awesome and sweet. Wow. <laughs> that's very good. Yeah. Mm. Sandwich is good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would probably order this one. <laughs> it might be a wow. reorder in the future. Mm. Um, so we take um, one more break and get into the last question. After that, we'll get into the Tito's tacos. Yeah. All right, and so we have our last question of the day. It's so far, it's been very good. We've yeah. learned a lot. We've tasted a lot, and um, yeah, let's get into this last question. So, what are your top three, the top three things to be in um, a fellowship setting. Like what, what would, uh, if, if, for example, like you coming over here, having some foodie, some food, some fellowship, what's, what's the top three things that need to be there, you know, and it could be um, anything really. Obviously first and foremost, people can't really fellowship (laughs) without um like-minded sometimes is a good idea but Mm. not necessary necessary. um Uh because difference of opinions are good it kind of keeps things lively but for me and i'm only speaking to myself um kind of want people of you know similar moral and ethical uh philosophies backgrounds etc it just keeps it a little easier right dynamic yeah exactly um so that would be one uh Probably for me, second is music. Um, and that can really vary too, because I guess if you're trying to have conversation and whatnot, it could be maybe the wrong type or too loud. Um, on the other hand, you know, some of our best fun times at practice uh, or pregame things is when one of the other coaches, Jerry, brings out uh, his iPod and his speaker and we start listening to Motown music and nice. things like that. And yeah, it's yeah. really cool because the kids, you know, maybe aren't really that familiar with the tops or the temptations or any of that. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, you know, we're singing Bill Withers. It's yeah. a lovely day and yeah. it's and, and everyone's having a good time. Good and music so is good music. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that music's, you know, kind of important. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times after a game, the coaches will go out and we have a couple of places we kind of go to a lot. One would be Fridays or another islands. Uh, if for no other reason, then they're within a half a mile of the school. And we'll kind of sit and talk about the game. Yeah. Um, usually have a beer and then some kind of appetizer food, chicken wings, uh, things like that, mm-hmm. potato skins. Uh, and sometimes games on TV in that setting are fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good definitely. thing to gather around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because we'll sit and we'll discuss our game. We'll look up and, you know, there'll be a major league game on TV and we'll kind of look at that, talk about it and say, what would you do? Just kind of right. armchair quarterback. Right, right, right. I think that, you know, that keeps it kind of fun. But I always think that, you know, as far as social atmospheres or a party or anything like that, if you have music and if you have food and decent people, you're going to do pretty well. Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. The, the one thing I miss, and and I feel like it's more of a Midwest, <laughs> East Coast thing, um, you could do it here, but I, I feel like the, the traditional thing for like 
a sports team to do would be like to go to the pizza parlor after a game. Yeah. We yeah. don't really have any on the West Coast a ton, at least in California. I mean, there's like yeah. there's Shakey's and there's Round Table and CC's, but like you that that um, Pizza Hut pizza parlor with the like buffet or whatever, we don't really have those. They're yeah. just kind of um, stands. I was as you were talking, it's just like, oh man, I haven't like done that in, in forever. Yeah. Well, um, I was just talking to Kenny about that, like mm-hmm. about how my team used to go to this place called Lucky's Pizza mm-hmm. up in Dublin, California, which is like, and it, I was even telling them the the pizza like wouldn't be to to be like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Like uh-huh. you have to try it. It's just the atmosphere you know it's just like right. it's that it had that that pizza parlor place that right just exactly like, yeah you know feel. our yeah our plaques on the wall with the our pictures right and yeah like, very sports memorabilia us, yeah, yeah. And like there's all sports games place. on there's some some video games mm-hmm. some uh basketball game you know whatever and so yeah, it's and like, you're with your friends and yeah and it's, it's and a good time so yeah. many memories have a good time Absolutely. so many memories like even on the hi- ice hockey machine or the hockey machine right you know, it's like we there were so many things where it's like oh who you know we had a whole playoff tournament out yeah. of that you know just that like not even the ba- baseball but yeah it's a lot of good time that's awesome that's awesome it's funny it's you, you talk to guys that that played played in high school played in college played professionally wherever and it seems like when they're done playing one of the things that they always say that they miss the most is the camaraderie mm. and i think that 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 food and that friendship and fellowship is is kind of what they're talking about yeah. there that you know the, the good times that are associated with it so yeah and it's funny i don't think there are that many of those pizza places around anymore mm-hmm. remember hitting shakies with the mojo potatoes yeah and, yeah mojos that's the magic word <laughs> oh man um no you're totally right it's like a family thing yeah, you right. become a family like for life right. even though you you haven't spoken to them in years if you were to see them again it's like you just have that family sense. You know, I mean, just, they and, know you inside and out because they know you, you know, during sporting events when you you were like you were so pissed off at the mm-hmm. game, like how it went, you know, and like they so they almost know you on a deeper level than right. most people know you. Like how, you get angry, you get sad, you get happy. Like they've seen the peer to peer relationship. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because yeah. you're you're sort of you're forced to get past, I think, all of the sort of superficial elements of a relationship. Yeah. And yeah. you have to work together, you yep. know, to, to be yeah. effective. So, um, yeah, that's really cool. All that works together uh, for, for fraternities and sororities. Um, uh, cool. So uh, do you have, you're looking through your notes. Do you have anything else on, on, along these lines? No, no, okay. no. Just it, I just was looking through some of that and just some of the things that I've shared with some of the kids, sometimes some Bible uh-huh. passages and so on that, mm. you know. What's the, what's the number one one? Do you have uh, like a you know, classic go-to? No. Verse? I have a lot of different things, and it just depends mm-hmm. sometimes where they're at. Yeah, um, yeah. Of course. But one story that I tell them a lot, a couple of years ago, uh, 2014 in the World Series, the Giants were playing the Royals, and the Royals left fielder, Alex Gordon, kind of had a bad game that day. And he came into the dugout, and you could tell he was angry, and his bat, he was getting ready to smash it. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. He put it down, and he knelt down against the railing. And reporters asked him after the game, I said, what was going on there? He says, well, he says, I started to melt down, so I knelt down. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Wow. That is good. Yeah, it's kind oh, of a wow. <laughs> kind of a cool thing there. So yeah, it's does um, that blow everyone away yeah. when you tell them that? Just like whoa. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, and also just Proverbs three, five, and six: Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. Yes, so yes, that is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is really good. Well, let's uh, let's get into. Um, the final thoughts and scores, shall we? Right, yeah. You what? You will. We'll go 
around, so you okay. start us yeah, off. Yeah, I'll, I'll finish out. it up. Okay, so um, as far as the three um, together, um, or the the just the original cheese, I think it was yeah, just classic homemade cheese. It's it kind of what the, yeah, yeah, what I expect really. Um, a little bit sweeter on the toast, which I didn't really expect, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was good. And then the steak and Swiss was really yeah. good. I think, yeah, I was surprised that of the quality of the actual steak. Like, <laughs> you know, because you're, you're right. It's like usually you go to a fast fast food-ish place. Yeah, yeah, it's like kind of just chopped up, not really cooked in microwaves or something. But Most this likely. tasted good. <laughs> yeah, this tasted really good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the buffalo chicken, I would say, is the, for me, the winner. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like you guys said, it's... It tastes like real chicken, like, you know, pure chicken. And it also had a nice um, sauce. Like, it yeah. wasn't too much at all. Right, no. Which it was, was a like, great little usually, coating. Yeah, usually they can you know, just put a ton of sauce on it, and then it's like you'll get the flavor. But I got the flavor with just the little amount right. of sauce they put on it. So it wasn't even dance. that hot. They didn't try yeah. to kick you. Yeah, it wasn't it. even that it hot. Was, but yeah. um, So I would say, like, if we're going to pick a favorite, that one. And then this overall score, like... I would give it a solid 4.5. Nice. Or yeah. 4 out of 5. Yeah. I think that would that would be my go-to. I would, yeah, I would love to go there again, mm-hmm. just like freshly prepared. You, you know, right. Know. You we, were we, so close. We're so. kind of on like the reheat schedule, yeah. so it's not as like fresh. Foodie you know, fellowship like right time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's my score of 4 yeah. out of 5. What about uh, Johnny over here? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds it's about good. It's good. yeah. No, it sounds good to me. I, I I think I agree with Nick. I think the first one, uh, the straight grilled cheese was, for me, a little bit bread dominant, uh-huh. and sure. definitely something that you go, hey, I could make this at home. Right. Um, and right. sometimes that's how I gauge things. Going, well, okay, I, right. I if I could make this, then, but yeah. the steak and onion, uh, <clears throat> that tasted like a well prepared piece of meat that was in it. Um, not just something that was chilled and reheated uh-huh. in a microwave. Yeah, exactly. And I also agree that the uh, buffalo chicken was the winner there for sure. It was like a, well, kind of like chicken wing on a sandwich. Yeah, um, it really was. Yeah. yeah, it had a nice kick to it, yeah. real good flavor. Um, and that would be one that, you know, I could not make at home. And so that's definitely a, a good go-to there. So I would definitely rate that the chicken uh, a 4.5 out of 5 for nice, sure. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't think my views will be too different from you guys. Um, uh, your guys is it, it's it's funny because I think that if you're willing, as as Kenny said, to go out, you want to you want to have an experience and you want to eat something that you can't quite make at home, um, yeah. something that deserves you know your your money you know to be spent out. Oh, yeah. And I think I think the carving board at least gets at that um, because if if I'm thinking about their objective. I feel like they want to give you more of an elevated sandwich from what you're used to with Subway or Togo's or Quiznos or whatever, and and give you a, a, a more homemade experience, homemade feel to their food. So, you know, you have fresh made to order chips and you have a salad with, you know, as an option to go with your your sandwiches. Um, so I, I think I feel a little more okay, um, you know, paying for like a $10 sandwich along these lines. Um, because of the quality and because of the aim it's just kind of like yeah let's simulate meals as a sandwich you know which is kind of a fun concept so buffalo chicken you know appetizer as a sandwich what does that feel i mean yeah it was it was so dynamic and i'm gonna say that's my number one as well you had 
the chicken element, there was a blue cheese element to it. You know, you had, you know, I, I usually love chicken with Ooh, some what sort about of, that if you had a side of blue cheese to dip it into? To dip it into. Yes. And I think, I think it was um, either the mayo or something on the sandwich, but having some extra to, to dip in there would yeah. be lovely. Wow. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that as my top. The grilled cheese, I think we just, I just wanted to, at least for me, to if try, I try a new yeah. spot, I love to try the classics because if you can't yeah. do the classics right, I don't yeah. know if I'm going to trust all the <laughs> other stuff. Yeah. Um, and it they did. It yeah. probably would have, that's, that's the one where you would like compare it. I feel like to like the place the melt or something. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because if you're comparing it to that, to that, for, they're, to that. for just a classic grilled cheese, right. That's going to be hard to beat, you know, because right. that's what they're made of. Yeah. Whereas this place, I think, more specializes in all kinds. Of yeah. I think that's sandwiches. right. And yeah. it's 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 so funny that in this day and age, like the grilled cheese is like the new sort of fast casual. You have yeah. the grilled cheese truck and the melt and the yeah. car. Like they're, they, they, I just wouldn't think that grilled cheese would be the new it takes thing. Off. It takes <laughs> off. Yeah. I think it was a staple from the 50s and 60s and yeah. just kept on going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's easy and you yeah. could probably get a lot on your bottom dollar for that. Uh, What's old is new, right? It, right. You know, all the time. So I, yeah, and I've been I've been going to carving board, I think, yeah. um, a, a lot of times, I, I, I guess, compared to you guys. I've, I've, yeah. I've been going there for years, not super often, but when I do, I, I have a good time. There's this, um, the last time I was there, uh, we tried a, a crab cake grilled cheese sandwich, which Whoa. was kind of yeah. The, just the name itself wow. is kind of funky, and I don't eat seafood, and I was like, this isn't terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, when it's mixed with the right cheese, you don't even right. Really it, taste it, it totally it. Yeah. works. Um, so cool. uh, yeah, I, I think I think for what they're going for, and and I think you know because we all realize it's like well, it's a sandwich. You know, paying ten dollars for a sandwich yeah. can kind of feel a little much, but I think that their aim in trying to elevate it is is. And not a bad aim, and it's 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 accurate, you know, that they just sort of go for better ingredients and a better sandwich at that. You know, you can't yeah. quite make these things at home, or it would just take they would be a little labor intensive. So yeah. right. to yeah. these guys to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think I'm gonna give them a solid four. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 worth coming out for, and it's it's a good plate of food, filling plate of food, and um, yeah yeah sandwiches are here to stay <laughs> all day, all go day. go carving yeah. board bros <laughs> yeah sweet yeah well so, yeah um should we go into these I, I think bonus we should do some, some tito's tacos yeah, yeah yeah so kenny over here brought some tito's tacos so we got the tacos oh, here. here we go yeah yo you got them mm-hmm. once again we talked about the tacos as a staple of teams that, right. that we hit when we go out that the game on the west side so figure you guys you can go, experience sir. that well you know we just we just won Absolutely. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken yep. dinner. Yeah. Right? Victory in Christ, right? Yeah. Right. So you got some so of those salsa in there. Yeah. And there's cheese and lettuce in the other container. So I, I'm sure this one is is the most sort of the, the easiest to, to transport. Is there a favorite item you have at Tito's that you particularly love? Tacos are hard to beat. They're, yeah. you know, all-encompassing great. Yeah, I mean, today I did a, a burrito. It's a combo burrito, meat and beans mm-hmm. and cheese and nice. a taco. Um, you know, yeah, they, they do tacos, burritos, tamales, mm-hmm. which are so-so, enchilada. A lot of times we get an enchilada and bring it home and then have it the next day, enchilada and eggs for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Those those reheat well. Yeah, they do. You want to pass those over, sir? <laughs> You've been enjoying it over there. Yeah, a little bit of... Be sure you get some of the red sauce. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get some of that. There's another one. Ooh. Um, yeah, so is it... And they might be apples and oranges because I feel like King. I've been to Tito's Tacos. They might go for a little bit of a different thing, but um, sauce and beer to Tito's Tacos. Ooh. 
done salsa and beer after church before. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a good one. Right around the corner, it used to be a place we'd go to a lot. Yeah, because I think for for the most part that tops most things. We're talking about Mexican for me, at least. It's funny. A lot of the kids on the team, um, especially if we've got a tournament mm-hmm. and we're hosting it, they'll have a game off in between, and they drive down the street to a place called Los Toros. Los Toros, yeah, yeah. yeah with you the mentioned bean dip that and all that, and yeah. Mm. That's some good meat. I like it. Mm. It's been a while since I've had Tito's. Yeah, it's funny. It's one of those things that you'll eat and go, "It's not bad." And the next day you want yeah. it again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's simple enough. Mm. And yeah, it's it's been, it's definitely a part of like LA's food fabric, you know. Yeah, for me, um, it's usually a company's a trip to the beach. Right. Get down and get in the ocean and then hit Tito's on the way home. There you go. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank mm. you. Mm. So if we can get around to it. Um, good chance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Made to order potatoes. So, you guys have heard it here. Tito's Tacos and Carving Board. Check yep. them out. Uh, four locations. I don't think Tito's has other locations. I think they're yeah, I don't think indie so. and just there in Culver City. Um, uh, so, if you can make the trip out to the beach <laughs> or you're yeah. over in L.A., yeah. uh, West Side, they're, they're, they're a great place to check out if you're craving Mexican. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's it for us, guys. Yeah, it's going to be it, guys. Um, episode 8. Episode eight, Episode yeah. Eight. Yep. So this will this will be up, up on SoundCloud in in a little bit, um, yep. pretty soon. Um, feel free to hit us up, subscribe. Um, we'll Instagram, be uploading. yeah, we're, we're everywhere. You know where we are. Yeah. Um, and you guys have a happy weekend. We're recording on Saturday, so if you're if you're listening to this, have a good following weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and happy uh, eating and, and fellowship out there, guys. Yep. All right, guys, that's it, Foodie Fellowship. Take care. Peace. Peace. Hey, hey, hey.